The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. Today, my guest, Bill Phillips, and I are going to talk about his new book, Signs from the Other Side, Opening to the Spirit Realm. Funny that um, before we jumped on, I said, hey, see you on the other side. And we both kind of laughed a bit because, of course, that's the title of the book and it's really beautiful. But something that I wanted to share with you is um, just a short paragraph from Bill's um, homepage on his website. And it just says, Bill Phillips, as a psychic medium, it is my life's mission to help people deal with the grief of losing loved ones by bringing through validations, evidential information, and beautiful messages from spirit, which heal and bring a sense of peace. I have chills from head to toe as because as I'm reading his book, that's what came through, that he's really here to help people heal and um, let them have validation that people are present and that our loved ones are always there. So um, with that said, listeners, I'm welcoming Bill to Soulful Living. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for joining me. I really loved that when I read that because as I was reading through the book, I really felt that um, you know, I felt your authenticity shine through and that you really wanted to help people with these messages and with that validation that our loved ones are always with us. Yes, absolutely. And really my intention with, with this particular book was to empower anyone who has, you know, had that curiosity or maybe has had an experience of their own where they maybe were fearful about sharing it with people. You know, um, there, there is still some judgment about this, you know, in certain parts, you know, of the world and everything. So I really wanted to empower people to learn from the stories and the examples um, Mm -hmm. to let them know that, you know, that what they experienced was genuine and real and that we all have the ability to connect with our loved ones in spirit with an open heart and open mind and by giving permission. Yeah, I think that that's really important. You know, for whatever reason, people feel like they need permission from both mm-hmm. sides. You know, oh, they, would they really feel they need that 
sense of somebody saying, yes, you can do this. And, and yes, it's available to everyone. How did your journey start? Yeah, my, my journey started um, in my childhood. Um, and it was, it was a very chaotic time for me. And what I've, what I've come to realize is that um, anyone that does this work, you know, as a healer or a medium, a channel, a psychic, there's, there's usually some type of, um, of trauma that happens, something that kind of breaks the heart open, you know, in a way to mm-hmm. having this awareness. And so for me, that happened as a child. And I had my my two parents, God bless them, they had their own issues with drug addiction. And so I was kind of pulled back and forth at an early age. And um, when I was six years old, my mom actually kidnapped me and took me across the country for three years. And I was, you know, this I was a product of that of that addiction world and kind of fending for myself and things along those lines. So it was it was very chaotic for me. Um, but what I realized in that time was that there was this force field around me, this energy around me that kept me safe. I didn't quite know what to call it as a child, but I knew that there was something protecting me. And as time went on, um, that energy I became acquainted with as being spirit. And so what happened was when I, I was taken back from New York when I was nine years old, and for almost six years, I was kept from my mother. And as, mm. as you can imagine, being mom's only child, it was very chaotic, devastating for, for me to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so six years later, I was able to see my mother on her deathbed. She was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and she passed within a week of her diagnosis. So I was able oh, wow. to see her on her deathbed, um, you know, say, say goodbye to her physically, and then two nights later, have her appear to me out of a deep sleep. So for me, as a as a fourteen year old, there's a lot going on there. And from from that from that point forward, there was so many other experiences that I had that led me to wanting to understand more about the other side and about my experiences. And that's what happened. And when I was eighteen, I um, came across a metaphysical shop where I was basically put to the test. And my my gift was, you know, was validated. And um, from that point on, I, I developed and I practiced and I, I honed it. And um, I have been serving spirit ever since. So I'm so grateful that my journey happened a little bit younger for myself. Yeah, I think you are truly blessed in that regard. You know, I, for myself, I went through life and really experienced many um, many examples of, uh, I would say intuition and, and psychic abilities and energy work. And it really wasn't until I was a little bit older that I actually said, okay, I'm going to step into this and I'm really going to learn it. And, uh, similar experience to yours. Um, I was older, but when my dad died, um, he, he had an asthma attack and his lungs collapsed and I was on the way to the hospital to see him. And he literally came to me in spirit and said, don't bother, stay with your children. Mm. So, you know, when we're open to that, 100% we can receive them. And, and there's so much um, wisdom and insight that we can 
glean from that. And I love that you, you know, that in the book you focus on that. I have a question that I'd love for you to define for the listeners. Um, so you say that you call yourself a professional psychic medium. What is the difference and is there a difference? You know, that's a great question. Um, there, There is a difference only in the sense that a, a medium is somebody who's using their psychic senses to channel the information from spirit. Um, and a psychic is somebody who's able to tune into, you know, the person's energy, tap into things from the past to help them heal the present and heal the future or, poten- or the potential for the future. Because we all have free will. We're all able to make our choices and co-create with the universe. But a medium is really just that conduit, that channel, who's able to use those intuitive psychic senses to, to bring through that information from the other side. And what about intuition? Is there, you know, is it a part of the package? Absolutely. I, I, I truly know as a soul knowing that we were designed this way. Um, we were designed to have that intuition to guide us through life and to you know, help us, you know, save off from disaster, you know, and a lot of times when we listen to it, that's exactly what happens. We have clarity, we enter the right relationships, you know, things go well for us. But whenever we doubt it, or we, we knew we shouldn't have, you know, uh, maybe taken that that first date through a whole year relationship or whatever it may be, when we truly know the difference between um, trusting it and not trusting it, that's when this awareness occurs. And that's when we know that we truly are being guided. There, there, there truly is a higher self part of us that's a part of that process. Um, and, and so, yeah, so it, it really does go with the territory of, of being in a human shell in this lifetime is understanding that we chose to be here in this lifetime and we chose to have these lessons occur. And they're not always the most happiest lessons on earth, but once we're back in spirit form, we're able to really understand why we chose the lessons, you know, why we chose mm-hmm. to forgive, why, why we chose to love. And so it, it's a very cathartic experience, but it also validates that this life is, you know, this goes by in the blink of an eye and, um, and to really, 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 really co-create and, and create our version of, of heaven here. Cause that's what the other side is all about. They're wanting us to really live in our power, you know, live in the present and, and truly create that, that version of heaven that they so wish that they had done more of when they were in the physical body. Right. Well, and what do you say to someone when they uh, make a comment like, well, why would I even choose this? You know, uh, what do you mean I chose this? How do you, how do you handle that with, someone when you're either teaching or within a scheduled reading a you know, session? That's a, great, that's a great question as well. I, I, I really try my best to be very gentle with that information because I, I know that, you know, we're also in human form as well as spirit form. Yeah. So I, I really try to encourage um, them to to flip their thinking, you know, their perspective about it from not only a human perspective, but also a spiritual perspective. Because mm-hmm. when we when we think of things just in human terms, you know, it really does limit us. And we're really thinking from the ego part of ourselves, that self-limiting, fear-based thinking that really wants to build and, and wants to, um, it's like feeding the fire, so to speak. You know what I mean? So 
it, it really does take on a life of its own if it's given that opportunity to. So I, I really am here to show people how to really detach from that way of thinking in, that, in, that, in, in the right way so that they're able to have a more elevated, consciously aware um, view viewpoint of why we're here. And so when we really take that faith and, and, and let it be our guiding light, that, that ego voice doesn't really have a leg to stand on. And when that happens, we're softened, you know, the heart mm-hmm. is open and, and we're truly able to recognize those patterns, not so much as a curse or as, you know, as this, this awful experience, but really that everything has a lesson behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always loved that philosophy, you know, that that school of thought that there's a lesson behind it and kind of like, uh, this isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. And how can I, you know, move through this softly, as you say, I love that word, you know, with mm-hmm. softness, with grace, with ease, with a little less discomfort, because things are uncomfortable. That's, that's life where it just, it's uncomfortable sometimes. So Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're really here to, to feel that full array of, of emotions. You know, we're not just here to have the, the blissful joy moments. We're here mm-hmm. to, we're here to experience that contrast, you know? So a lot of people ask me like, how did you get through what, you know, what you went through? And I always say that I was grateful for that experience because mm-hmm. it's no longer a part of it's not no longer a part of my my present experience but it definitely allows me that contrast to know that yes I I am a survivor I did make it through this and now I'm able to channel that that experience for other people to show them that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and for me that is one of the biggest rewards that I get out of out of sharing my gift every day with people all over the world. Well, and not just your gift, Bill, but your story, because I feel like yeah. your story gives people hope, you know, that yeah. um, not only can they connect with spirit, but they can get through those adverse moments and come out on the other side thriving, you know, um, whatever path they decided to take in life, you really give people hope. And that is beautiful. And that's part of the gift. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that, that is really, really beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So how, what are some of the ways that spirit tries to connect with us? And also before you answer that, like, how would you define spirit? Is it? Yeah, that, yeah, spirit is, you know, we are all connected. We are all one. So, so spirit really is just the sole part of ourselves existing beyond the physical. That's mm. spirit. It's, it's the part of ourselves that, that survives physical death. And so when we think of spirit in, in, all, in all facets, you know, we have spirit guides, we have angels, we have ascended masters, we have those people, you know, like your father, like my mother, you know, that chose to to be that guide for us in the afterlife, in their mm-hmm. spirit version. Um, so it's an all-encompassing definition, but really it goes down to we are all one. That that is that is the essence of spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, what I found over the years 
through um, channeling and through having these connections was that more so than anything that wanted to be validated by someone who crossed over was the need for them to know that they were guiding that person in some way, shape, or form, and the physical evidence that was left behind to validate that. Um, so there are so many different ways that spirit likes to, to do this for us. Um, and there are so many different ways. But what I found is that it's usually something that correlates with the person's need or the person's identity. So it's something that's definitely going to make you think twice, like, wait a second, why am I seeing, you know, my dad's birthday on the clock every day at the same time? You know, that's, that's a huge way. Numbers, spirit loves to come through and get our attention with numbers. So whether it be, you know, you're on the road and a car cuts you off and it has your grandma's birthday on it or her name on it, for example. It could be, um, you know, that um, there's certain uh, certain codes. Like I know for me, one of my mom's signs to me is 143. That was our code for I love you back in the 90s and when we used pagers. And I, I see that number all of the time. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, I so remember much. that. That's funny because yeah. I, yeah. when I see that, I think that same thing. I'm like, oh, somebody loves me. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. pretty funny. That's really cute. Yes. Yeah, I totally yes. remember and, that. Yeah, and another way that she comes through to me as well is through white butterflies. And it's something that, you know, that it took me a little bit of time to understand why am I seeing this? Why am I seeing a white butterfly Every morning when I wake up or at some point throughout my day, why am I seeing it? Or why am I seeing it, especially when I'm consciously aware of my mother's presence? You know, and so it really it really for me was a way of sort of um, building a language, you know, and mm-hmm. that that was my that was my that was my symbol to know for sure. But there are so many ways of knowing this. And I, I've been given this example lately because I thought it was so fascinating. I, um, I met a woman a few weeks ago doing another interview, and she was sharing with me that her father, um, that one of his signs to her was paper clips, that he had worked in, you know, in the industry where he always had to buy boxes and boxes of paper clips. And, um, and upon his passing, she asked him for the sign of paper clips, and he, he sent her two in a row. And you know, whenever she thinks of him, they appear randomly. And so that, that's her soul's knowing that that's his sign of being around her. Mm. So it, it really correlates with in any way, shape, or form that you're going to go, aha, I get it. Another mm-hmm. way that they like to come through is through um, electricity. They're able to manipulate that current to get our attention. So lights flickering, you know, lights flashing, um, stereos turning on and off. Music is also that same current. They're able to manipulate that as well. So they're they're really doing anything within their power to be able to help the living become present and go, oh, okay, I get this now. This makes sense to me. Yeah, I remember you in one of the stories in the book. I think it was about um, a Jeff and a Heather and listeners. Um, again, I'm yes, chatting with yes. Bill Phillips and mm-hmm. we're talking about the book signs from the other side, opening to the spirit world. But I think it was about uh, Jeff and Heather. And he was saying that at first the light bulbs were going off and he really wasn't paying mm-hmm. attention that she was trying to connect with him. And yep. then he bought this house. And when he walked yes. in, the color of the paint was Heather. I thought that was yes. fabulous. Yeah. I actually was going to share that story with you. Yeah, so that is, that is a true <laughs> 
I have the chills even hearing you say that. That's a yeah. true example that her soul understood understood this more so than maybe she thought when she was here, um, because she she wasn't you know she wasn't like a devout person of of faith or religion, but um, from the spirit side, she was doing everything within her power to let him know that she was in approval, but helping him you know on this journey. And so the fact that he goes into this house that's being, you know, built and and the color that was on the walls that Heather, that's yeah. just such con- such confirmation, such such confirmation. And you see how it's how it how it correlates to, to the specific person's need in that moment. He he needed that reassurance and she was able to give it to him in that very subtle way where some people may have actually just overlooked it completely and not, not, you know, we're not able to even see the significance of that. So it does require a, a level of awareness and that awareness comes from being present. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you actually do a really nice meditation in the book and you have another one that you recommend, but you have a beautiful uh, meditation about God's connection and compassion. And I think that that really helps people to become more present because they're aware of that throughout the day. Oh, absolutely. When, when we allow that, that God, that God's light, that Christ light to mm-hmm. flow through us, you know, um, it, it really does build with intensity. So our, our attention becomes more more towards the light, so to speak. And when that mm-hmm. happens, we we see things differently. It's all about that shift of perception. And that's when that's truly when our soul is ignited and we're like, oh, okay, I know why I'm here now. I know what my purpose is. I'm gonna be more loving. I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that ripple effect to the universe. You know, mm-hmm. it really it really does provide an element of wanting to give back. And that's also what I find so amazing about this as well, is it really connects us on that love and on that heart level. Yeah. And, um, you know, talking about presence, one of the other things that you comment on in the book is, um, like I've known a lot of people that have said, I need to see it to believe it. And, um, you basically say, I need to believe it to see it. So it's like, Mm -hmm. show me more, show me more. Absolutely, because it, it really goes down to our belief system, and yeah. just with just with anything in life, whatever we give our beliefs to is what we're going to is what's going to be our reality. It doesn't matter what it is. That's because we were given free will coming into this into this form. So, mm-hmm. really giving yourself permission to believe it to see it. That's when everything starts to show up, and it really is as simple as. Setting that intention, giving that affirmation, just giving yourself permission. It, it's very simple. It's subtle. It almost feels like a nothingness. But with that, we're casting the net to mm-hmm. all these possibilities about how that will show up for us individually. Right. So like even saying to yourself, I believe that this is possible, that you may have a greater sense of awareness. Do you think that anybody has the ability to tap into this information to become more aware of the signs of spirit connecting with them? Yes, I do. I I believe that we all have the ability to connect with the other side in a way to enhance our lives with that awareness, just to Mm -hmm. kind of take away that, that, that fear of the unknown or the fear of death, or even the the fear of the future as well, because they all kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
when it comes to, you know, when it comes to sharing, sharing it with others or, or helping others, I, I believe it's like with anything in life, there are certain people that are more just in tune with the frequency. So whether, you know, I like to give the example of music as well, because my, my background happens to be in classical music, you know, where anyone can sort of hold a, hold a tone for the most part, but not everyone's going to be able to sing like Pavarotti or, or sing beautifully. It's the right. same thing. We, we all have the ability to tune into it, but not, but not everyone has the responsibility to share it with other people. So there, there is a fine line with that, I've, I've come mm-hmm. to realize. Um, but I, I believe that the gift in it is that we were all given the gift to have that comfort with it. Yeah, that that I love that word that it that comfort mm-hmm. and that confirmation. Yeah. So, um, Bill, we're down to the wire here. We only have a few minutes <laughs> left, and it goes by so fast. Um, yeah. I really want to remind listeners to to visit Bill's website. All of his information will be here on the page. He teaches workshops all around the country, and you'll be able to see where there's one coming to you or one that you might want to travel to, especially if you are inspired to to learn how to work this magic yourself, how to really um, connect with your loved ones on the other side or how to see those signs from the other side. Yeah. And um, if you're interested in scheduling a reading with him, you can do that right on his website too. So um, as we kind of close, I love for my guests to leave the listeners with something that they can take out into the day to elevate their soul. Um, maybe something they can take out, you know, to, to be more aware of those signs. What would that be for you? For me, that, that would honestly be letting the light in. So just something as simple as stating, I am open to God's love and light, or going outside and, and seeing the sun shine down upon you and just saying, I allow the light to fill me up. Just setting the, the conscious intention to be one with that light mm-hmm. will allow you to see your day more vividly, more with more connectedness with everyone around you by letting that light connect with your light, it truly is transforming and it does allow you to experience life in a lighter, higher way with a higher level of vibration, a higher level of awareness. And when that happens, a lot of miracles do start unfolding around you. You start to see um, more fluidity and a life of flow happen when you connect with the light. Mm, that is absolutely beautiful. And it's so simple. Like it's something that you can just kind of close your eyes uh, inside or out and make happen in just a minute. That's really beautiful. So thank you so much for being here with me today, Bill. And I look forward to doing this again, because I I think we have more we can talk about. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was an honor. Thank you. We talk to the animals, and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Debbie smith and Meredith Tolleson. 
We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.